0: Hello and welcome back to the Strong Dads podcast. We are back again with my strong co-host, Chris Jones, who's celebrating his 10th anniversary of a fixed broken leg, which
1: we'll go into at some (laughs)
0: point today. But how are you doing, pal?
1: Very good, mate. Very good. I've had a a well-rested week, thanks to uh, wife and little Lynn spending a week at uh, the mother-in-law's. Ooh. So, it was uh, it was rest, restful nights and a uh, little less chaos. So hey, it was it's nice. like a holiday. Nice. <laughs> mm, yes and no. On one hand, yes. The other hand, no. When on departure day, you get handed a list of jobs to do in the house, <laughs> just to make sure you have no spare time or fun. <laughs>
0: Did you try and get them done straight away? But like no, all good. Yeah. all good. <laughs> nice, mate, nice. hundred yeah,
1: percent. Pull done. some all nighters, job done.
0: <laughs> all <laughs> nighters a few beers and crack on. <laughs> Absolutely. How oh, well, things
1: well, for you?
0: How was the little birthday last week? Oh mate, chaos. She's had like, I think she's like seven now. She's had she's had that many birthdays. So it started on it was a <laughs> full weekend celebration. It's it was amazing. So we started on um, Saturday, so her birthday was Monday. Saturday, birthday day one, Bouncy Castle, a few friends around. Day two, family, yeah. Bouncy Castle. Then Monday was her actual birthday, so we had like cake and presents and took us to Sea Life Center. Uh, and then she goes to my parents' house on a, t- on a t- she went Thursday. They had another party for her on Thursday. And then we didn't catch up with some friends last week, and they come round yesterday, and we had another bit of a party with cake. So she's just like, "Hey, it's like every day's a birthday." So that's why I say, she, I think she's seven now. Like, she's she's got can't blowing bit. candles out. A she's a bit. pro. She's an absolute pro. But yeah, it was a good laugh, mate. She uh, she's loving life.
1: Hey, you're uh, you you set yourself up there for future birthdays because when she just has one, she's going to be a little disappointed.
0: Exactly. It's like, where's my balloons? Where's all my cake? And why haven't I had five birthdays in one day? Like a full weekend of birthdays. <laughs> with it being so close to Christmas, she's just gonna be like, All right, what's this all about? Like, oh. <laughs> but yeah, it was pure chaos with balloons everywhere. <laughs> just she got sick of presents. Like she'll open a present, which be like, oh, I don't want them other ones. So spoilt is a word I would definitely use, but yeah. She's been well-behaved, bless her. So nah, <laughs> She's I been stop. all
1: right. You can't, you can't spoil them. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. Mm. She didn't like the bouncy castle, though. So, yeah, um, I was on the bouncy castle. Didn't? She didn't like the bouncy castle. So I was on the bouncy castle, and she was stood off the bouncy castle, just, like, jumping about, and I'm like, no, on the bouncy castle. And she weren't she weren't for having it, so yeah, that's how the weekend went. Bit like the trike, we got her a trike, and she pushes the trike around instead of sitting on the trike. So,
1: so you had a good time,
0: then? Oh, it was ace, yeah. Just lay on the bouncy castle; it was mint. Might just rent one for myself just every weekend and just lie on it. <laughs> so that leads us back into obviously talking about children, and that. Uh, uh, kind of topic for today's podcast mate and that is are your children actually holding you back when it comes to your health and fitness which is uh, something you brought up I think yeah thinking about it I think if we both was honest we probably train less than we did before kids but does that mean you haven't got oh, time 100% to, yeah so does that mean you haven't got time as a different thing so what would you, how would you find like your training splits now compared to how it used to be or what did you do differently?
1: Um, it's, it's probably, if I'm being honest, I probably train less of what I want to, which is lift heavy, because right, those yeah. sessions can take two plus hours with the uh, the massive amounts of rest you have in between sometimes. So it's, it's just sort of managing that area and, and just changing it up a little bit and maybe looking at your day and you might split that session up into two sessions Yeah, if you've got like an hour a couple of hours so you might split that up or it's just sort of managing expectations and say well that just I can't do that at the minute so Mm. you've got to change it your outlook and maybe your goals and stuff like that for the time being
0: yeah I think I was similar I reckon I used to train six days a week As opposed to probably do four now. Um, To be honest with you, I think I probably did two extra just because I wanted to, in terms of like results and things like that. There's probably not much difference. I mean, I probably eat a bit less food, but I think that's what leads us into the podcast today is like being 100% honest with the time you have, isn't it? And how you're going to spend it. I know for us us as trainers, we would ask this question and probably underestimate how much time you have and go from there.
1: Yeah, obviously, you know, time management's a massive, massive one. And obviously, when, right at the beginning, you know, when you're you're a fresh parent and you're adjusting to everything, then, yeah, maybe taking a month, six weeks off, if you need to, it's no, no, nothing. Neither here or there, you know. You're looking at your priorities. You've got your your partner and your and your kid and stuff like that. So, you know, but there are still ways to keep on top of yourself when uh, when you when you are in that position. So it's just about sort of yeah, managing your expectations and time.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think the first thing, if any advice anyone listening who's got kids especially when it comes down to training, if you're struggling for time, is something we would both do is do like a time audit on yourself. Um, a funny one I've yeah. done with trainers and other people is uh, if you've got two or three mates, there's a funny one you used to do, two or three pals, um, tell your pals to pick a time in the day when to text you and just ask you what are you doing right now? And it's funny how, so say if I said to you, Jonesy, right, tomorrow text me at whatever time you want. And then we ask another pal, yeah. you text Jonesy at a time, and then another pal texts you. And it's always funny because when you keep doing it, each day you change the time, but every day it'll catch yeah. you out. She'll so be scrolling social media, or you'll just be like watching TV and your text will come through. What are you doing now? You're like, ah, got me. It's just a fun little trick I like think anyone can do with a bunch of pals where you just go, yeah, I could have been, that? that 20 minutes could have been something else. Um, like time audit yourself. Mm. Get a group of people. sack it. If you need any help, let us text you. <laughs> if anyone else needs help with that. Um, but yeah, it's something I've definitely done. Is a bit Absolutely, of yeah. Uh, but just check in on yourself. It's like like we've said before we even start recording. It's being really strict and valuing your uh, training time, isn't it? Or whatever you're going to do, whether it's a walk or whatever, but we'll get into that. But um, So how do you do your training? Now, I know we've said a little bit, like you say you don't do the big, big lifts and the long times, but is that how you structure your training since the bigger dad? Yeah, it, it's... I'd
1: like say it's just expectations, obviously, and then picking picking a relative goal and and sort of addressing it accordingly. So, you know, if I do do want to lift heavy, with squats, deadlifts or whatever, I might just go a full hour on that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then maybe later in the day, if I've got another spare hour, I might do the the add-on, add-on exercises after. But oh, I won't yeah, be like, right, I've got, got two, three hours. You know, I won't have that sort of amount of time. So I could say, right, I've got an hour around or ish to do deadlift sets, squat sets or whatever. Mm-hmm. Do that and then do the accessory stuff later on. Nice. Or I'll just say, Joe, i just have no real time at the minute. I'll just bring everything down. So I'll do shorter sets. I might do one or two sets of exercises instead of five or six. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: And just be okay with that. As long as it's changing the mindset of, like, as long as I'm moving, as long as I'm doing something, I'm sort of all right with that because I know it's not yeah. forever. Yeah, that's true. In terms of, you know, this sort of way, you know, childcare because, you know, Fred will soon be at school and that free up a little bit more time and, and everything like that. So, you know, with everything, you know, it's, it's not forever. So there's no point in uh, throwing this sort of baby out with the bathwater per se and... And stopping training.
0: I think this comes to it as well. Like, um, you know, once you've decided and been one hundred percent honest with yourself, how much time you're willing to commit, and definitely underestimate how much time you have. Whether that's two, three hours a week, whatever it is, and if you have more, great. But like, book it in. I, and I saw this in the gym today. Was it was unusually busy at the time I trained, and you could see people going. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just picking random weights up. And for me, that will, would infuriate me because I've got, I've got this really precious amount of time and I haven't got a plan or a sequence mm-hmm. to follow. And I just leave the gym going. And I can see why dads, especially, will go, I can't be asked for this gym stuff. So I've gone in, it was busy. I did. I looked around, I couldn't get anything. I did some chest press and then I went, oh, I did a bicep curl and left. So I can see why people's go. Yes, I don't want to train because unless you have a de- designated plan, and I'm not saying you have to go and hire necessarily hire a coach, but there's like we said before, there's 101 apps out there. Use some of your own knowledge, like to write stuff down and go, here's what I'm going to do today. Yeah. So I'd rather you take 10 minutes out of your own session, actually have some sort of plan. Um, slightly like yourself, I guess you have a training 100%. plan. I do, yeah. And uh, I'm not that precious. Yeah, I'm I, I, precious I, I'm about like, like sequencing and stuff, but I'm not like. Might be a deadly variation depends on how busy the gym is.
1: Yeah, hundred percent. Having a plan is massive, massive. Because say you walk in, you've got an hour, and you're, like. Literally an hour. You can't be can't be messing around. And you walk in, it's like, oh, oh well, yeah. I'll just do a bit of bench. I'll go on the bike a little bit. Might do some stretching. You walk out, not having a great session, not getting really anything out of the session. Pissed off that the session was crap. Yep. And like I say you just think, oh, I just can't be asked doing that again. Obviously, that guilt of being out of the house, away from your family, not helping in commas, and it all just adds up to, like, oh, just sort of can't be asked. So having a plan, even if it is, like I say, half hour, 45 minutes, an hour, having a plan, right, tick the boxes, get in, get out, tick off, done. You know, and and then you feel that you've done something, you feel that you've achieved something, you feel that you're moving, you've trained, And you can go back and be be dad again and start helping out.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think uh, when it comes to training, especially if you're a dad who's struggling for time, is maybe note down, like, not necessarily your goals, but what you think you need most. You know, if you're frequently injured and can't move, you might go, you know what, I'm going to have to do some mobility. And you could go, you know what, there's a yoga class, I'm 30 minutes. You might not want to do it, but there's one session. You know what I mean? So you might find that for a few weeks and you go, all right, okay, I want to, you know what, I want to look better, I enjoy weights. And you might have another two hour blocks in a week, so you might go two weight sessions, one yoga, or a stretching session, or actually I'll stay at home and get an app for mobility or something. I think you need to decide on, so I think what I see with guys as well, you can see them in the gym, they come in and go, go, I'll just go on the treadmill because... I don't really know why I'm here. I'm just going to burn some calories, which is okay. But unless you have a plan and like kind of find out what your priorities are and what you need. And if you ever really sit down with yourself and go, right, what do I actually need? You know, and I'm pretty sure if you go to a gym, I know as a trainer, I know you would have been the same, mate, is if you sit with someone, I'm a chat, there's no obligation to sign up with a personal trainer. If they're a decent enough person, they will probably give you some good advice on, I I do all the time. I like kind of, I just like talking training and help with people and you know, ask a professional. Yeah. Like, here's what I want to do. What do you think? And then, yeah, definitely reach out and have a chat or, you know, send us a message or something and we can have a chat about this. But yeah, I know you would have done it. I would have done it millions of times, you know, figure out what your hierarchy of needs is and then do your plan from there with the time you've got. Because there's no point saying, oh, you know, I want to look yeah. like Daniel Craig and, 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 in the new Bond movie, and you've got an hour a week. Cause <laughs> you're just gonna go, well, it's not realistic.
1: <laughs> yeah, hundred percent And and that comes from like managing managing your expectations as well. I say sort of being realistic with what you've got and understanding that you know your training might not be a priority, but it is still pretty high on your list, so you need to plan accordingly.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, sort of accept that that is your reality for the time being.
0: Yeah, yeah. So how did you find yourself then? So if we were going to break this down then into like, what I was thinking of doing here today is probably go over like a person who has three hours a week, who might have five hours a week, What did you do when you, I know you took a bit of a break from training, didn't you? And we've spoke about it on the podcast. I know you've gone over a little bit, but how did you kind of plan? Uh, You kind of said, right, I've had a bit of a break. I'm going to get back into training. What was your first step or what did you do to?
1: Do you know what it was? Go on. I caught myself in the mirror. Yep. You know, you know when you just sort of know that you don't, you're not feeling your best. Like especially when you've you've played sport, like you've done sport all your life. You know when you're feeling good. You know when you're not feeling good. And I caught myself sort of in the mirror, I felt like shit. Caught myself in the mirror, and then jumped on the bathroom scales and was like, "Wow, holy shit!" Do you know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> oh, this is terrible. You know, this has basically gone against all the advice I give any of my clients or any sort of dads out there. And I was just like, whoa, um, right. And now I'm not the kind of person that... I I like to have sort of outside motivations to, to train. As in, like, I want sort of reasons other than like I need to go and train I'll just go and train like I know there are people out there that just enjoy going and training and just getting their head down either need a plan a goal or sort of outside influences so I ended up picking a a trainer in the gym or coach as people like to be known as these days (laughs) <laughs> and he was someone that from a, a bodybuilding background and I, fu- I knew full well that he'd enjoy push- putting me through the ringer. But I also thought I want the challenge of proving him wrong because we've, we've always had a bit of back and forth around yeah. bodybuildings, this, etc. etc. So, So that's the way I thought I need to put myself out of my comfort zone a little bit and a challenge to keep me on track. And again, spoke about expectations, reality, time, and everything like that. And plus, I'm always someone who needs a plan to work from. And I don't know what you're like, but if I write my own training program, I've just wasted a few hours writing one.
0: (laughs) Because it's... it's, You second-guess yourself in the session, don't (laughs) you? You go, why am I, wrote yeah,
1: this? And, what, uh, what, why I doing days this? Well, yeah. Yeah. yeah Another day is when you're just like, you know what? I can't be asked doing this. <laughs> I'll just change this exercise or I'll do something else. So, when someone's gone to the time of doing it for you, you're more sort of obliged to do it. So, yeah. So that's what I did. And then it was just building a plan around the time I've got. Um, and the biggest one was food because you know we both know what it's like when you're you're not sleeping you're rushed off your feet you you're just grabbing at food and whether it's sort of big meals because you've got half an hour or you're just grabbing loads of snacks and stuff they're not necessarily the best in the world you know you're not reaching for a banana when there's a couple of muffins on the side and it's you know, and it's just putting a plan around. Oh, look at you, perfect train. <laughs> it was Elizabeth this <laughs> morning. <laughs>
0: you
1: know, so and it, it's just putting a plan around that, and just saying, right, what's what's realistic, what can what's achievable. You know, just go. You throw it back to a bit old school. You know, like smart goals and all that. Mm-hmm specific measurable realistic achievable and time efficient Mm -hmm. you know so it's putting all that and then that just sort of helps take away all the thought process like then you don't have to think about your training you don't have to think about your food you're literally just reading something and go right that's what i've got to do today that's what i've got to make today and then that by taking away all that time of like, oh, what am I doing? What shall I do? What should I etc. Et cetera, et cetera. It gave me more time to be with Fred and yeah. be around dad, be a dad, be a partner and everything like that. So when it came to training, it was like, right, an hour, bang, job done. Cool. All yeah. right, next thing, you know. But I, I know there are sort of a million ways you can go about it, but that was the way I had to go about it to sort of get me back on track.
0: Yeah, because I think, we're, like you say, whether we like it or not as men, we're still emotional creatures. Like you say, if you're tired yeah. working, you will reach for something what, you know, there's a pack of Haribo hanging around. You're going for the Haribo. I'll just have a few, and then it's a bag. And then, you know, then you ride in that cycle. <laughs> and isn't it, you know, instead of, like, being proactive and going, this is what I'm having for my breakfast, I always say this to my missus because she... Uh, <laughs> she's the biggest emotional eater i've met in my life like everything like here's an example what's for tea tonight i don't fancy that don't fancy that and i'm just like well this is what i'm making so like for me it's less emotional decision because i've planned it do you know what i mean whether that it might be like two or three meals a week for myself whether i sound sad or not where i'm going i'm eating this for pure enjoyment the rest of it is like i'll enjoy my meal but I'm eating because it was, you know, quite busy or I need to make some food, especially, you know, being proactive yeah. on that side. And it's the same with your training, isn't it? If you write your own training plan or a plan, you will second guess yourself and go, I'll do something else. Same with, you. like you say, you address your musician. I think it's interesting you chose, you looked at yourself in the mirror, felt like shit, and you went, it's actually aesthetics what I'm after at the moment. So you went for an mm. aesthetic led trainer which is makes sense. Yeah. Whereas you say, your goals have to be completely different. Like if you were going to go, right, I'm going to go play rugby again, you'd go, right. Well, you do sometimes, don't you? But <laughs> it is sometimes you do um, might go actually, I'm playing more, you know, yeah. training for rugby again. Um, you know what I mean? There's always a different goals. So like you say, it's interesting to go. Like, I think my training was geared towards, I've yes. transitioned out of rugby. I'm now a dad. Kind of need to fix myself a little bit and move well. And now I've gone back into actually, I'm going to train a bit more like I used to with yeah. that lifting more weight. So if you're a dad who's doing that, look at what your kind of priorities of fitness can be. Is it an aesthetic goal? Is it a fitness goal? Is it just get out of the house for an hour? Definitely look at that. And uh, yeah, interesting. Do you reckon you might have a uh,
1: Jones yeah, 2.0 yeah. aesthetic development program? <laughs> We'll see, we'll see. I don't know. If it if it gets to that bad again, I might do. New Year, New Shred. Um, uh, what's that?
0: New Year, New Shred.
1: <laughs> I'll see it. First of Jan. I mean, twelve weeks, Hit me up. So <laughs>
0: it's all just calories and steps, isn't it? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That's just walk ten thousand steps.
0: It is interesting though, isn't it? I trained as trainers, we take this for granted because we're quite busy walking around the gym floors, but just how important yeah. steps can be to a nine-to-five job where you sat in the office all day. Like the power of 100%. just going, get 5,000 here or 5,000 there. Did you have a massive focus on that when you did the, the aesthetic stuff?
1: No. No, it wasn't like lot around that. It was more... Oh, God... It's even I'm ashamed to say it, like stair master and stuff. Yeah, does yeah. the job. And, uh, you know, or just like interval. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I just wore I wore you know one of them funny masks with the glasses and the mustache and a cap. <laughs> and I did it. Did you do any glute uh, the and also when like, the um, you had a bike? Yeah, intervals. Yeah, that's the one. And then intervals on like the railways bikes, whatever it may be, yep. that way. Because yep. in this job, obviously, you're on your feet a lot and you're walking around a lot, so sort of going 10,000 steps. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll sort of do that anyway because it's yep. standard. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? But whereas other people might literally get up in the morning, have a couple of hundred steps, walking around the house, having a shower, having breakfast, sorting the kids out, then they're in the car... It's 50 more steps to the office mm. than you just sat at your desk all day. Yeah. And then back in your car back home. And you literally might have done 2,000 steps, 1,500 steps. Mm. And even maybe more less, than work maybe home, less and... these days. Mm. Maybe even less these days because no one's actually going to the office. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're literally walking down the stairs. Yeah. And you just sort of sat there. So, yeah, going, going out getting some fresh air, whatever you may be, just having a break, breaking up that sort of cycle of just being sat at a computer or sat down all day, massively important, as much for the mindset as it is for the, the sort of the physical nature of it. Yeah.
0: I think it's always comes back to, as you know, like breaking up your day, if you work a nine to five. Now, first question I would always ask someone, what do you do before work starts? And I always get that puzzled look of, what do you mean? Like I'm in bed why, you know, I was put well, all right, what's up, you know, how much sleep do you need or want? Are you going to start planning that out? Like, I read a, um, a good email the other day. Every adult says to the kid, you need to go to bed, you need to go to bed, but never take that advice themselves. Because we're adults and we do that. But I think it must always start with, Brilliant. what time do I need to go to bed? And really, you know, I, I think... Yeah. What I would say it's step one. I mean, nutrition is massively important, but is sleep the number yep. one thing you have to go right? Is because then you're going to buy more time, aren't you? If you're going to say right, mm. I'm actually going to get to bed tonight at a decent hour, which means I can get up a little bit earlier, which means I can start going for that morning walk. If you don't do the sleep yeah. thing first, you're just going to go well. I need that extra hour, and you all know what the snooze button's mm. like. You know what I mean? It's there, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah. But do you know what? With that, I will play devil's advocate.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Do you (laughs) would? As much as, yeah, look, sleep is is a massive, massive priority in terms of, you know, working towards your health and fitness. But sometimes you just need an hour or two in the evening just to decompress, have some time to yourself, watch some mindless boring crap or actually something that you do want to watch, yeah, yeah, you know, without having to put a kid to bed, without having to do work, without having to wash the dishes, without having to walk the dog. You just think, right, all, all that's done. I just want an hour to myself where I've got no pressure of life. Yeah. Like sort of like vying yeah. for my time, want some time for myself. So even if you might be like, literally propping your eyes open with matchsticks you're like i am determined to have this hour (laughs) or two otherwise i think i might implode
0: yeah i know what you mean yeah for me at the moment i'm a celebrity get me out of it someone asked me are you gonna watch that and i went no it's not too late (laughs) i got laughed at but generally it's like (laughs) yeah i'd watch it but generally but i think bake-off's the only thing i've stayed up for in the past few weeks (laughs) <laughs> wait might it to yeah. about 20 past nine yeah. but yeah I know what you mean it's that extra bit <laughs> isn't it of... but yeah it's when it leads into again like we said before at the start it's that honesty of going right I may having an hour to so myself or am I staying up till 12-1 because I'm an adult and I'm allowed you know I'm watching Tiger King series 2 on binge <laughs> on a tangent have you seen that by the way <laughs> have you watched that I've not, I didn't realise there's oh, no, a Series 2. Oh, mate, they're just dragging it out. They're just, just digging stuff up for no reason. But anyway, tangent, watch it. It's bonkers. <laughs> All right, so we'll jump into you then. <laughs> so, if you're a dad, yeah. you're, uh, let's say, you're a little bit overweight, or you've noticed you've put a bit of weight on, you were kind of into training before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've had the child, you're about six months in and you've actually decided, you know what, I do nine to five, I do about an hour commute per day, so I'm leaving the house, you know, ten to eight, I'm getting in at ten past six, quarter past six at night, I can probably get three hours a week of training, what would you do?
1: Um, tell them or myself to prioritise your training in the morning. Yep, first thing if possible. yeah because with work and family, the later you leave your training, the, the the lower down that goes on the priority list. Yeah, until you know, even though your kit's in the boot, you had all the best intentions in the world, but you carry mm-hmm. on past. The gym to go home because you need to you're knackered you're hungry can't be asked all of the above so i would say get up and get it done yeah
0: especially with that type of thing if you're getting at six o'clock at night you can sort the kids and have your tea and have that hour to eat yourself whereas you go you can probably buy myself an hour in the morning if you're not doing you know yeah it's a younger kid but school runs and kids stuff and all that type of thing yeah definitely try to yeah. prioritize three hours in the morning yeah.
1: Yeah, because also, like, you come into the gym, gym opens at 6, 6 till 7, home for quarter past, half past 7, you might be able to still get involved in the, in the, in the breakfast stuff, in the school runs, and you can still be a part of that family unit, and it's not like, oh, I'm just binning it off to go training. You yeah. know, you can have you, – you, you can do both. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely it's having that discipline isn't it it's the these. it's like a chain isn't it They're all linked together if one of the yeah. things falls off it affects the other like you say that going to bed early or having that hour or letting it creep it will affect the training three times a week yeah I think I would agree yeah. on that the morning would be you know because the only discipline you have to do is not press that snooze button as you're coming home from work, traffic, dark nights, you're tired, you're hungry, you've got five or six things that you don't. I mean, from experience, you when I used to drive to Oldham, I used to pay, get paid to go there. And the amount of times I'd sit on the M60 going, could easily turn around now. <laughs> you know what I mean? As a paid professional, I'd be like, oh my God. So never mind, like, you know, going to the gym at a busy time. So yeah, Mate, I think... Oh, remote- hold it.
1: Yeah, go. I remember when I when I was playing at Mac. Like a lot of the lads used to call it Tuesday Fear.
0: Yep.
1: You know when it, when it like you know played rugby on a Saturday, been out for a few beers Saturday night, Sunday uh, work off a hangover or spend time spend time with the partners etc. Monday back in work and you start think about oh god Tuesday training. Oh no, and it gets to like Tuesday morning. It's like oh tonight's going to be awful. I'm just gonna get run into the ground, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I've got a mad busy day. Oh God! <laughs> so, yeah.
0: It shows you how easy then as get well. Get it done
1: early doors. If you don't
0: have a plan, how easy it must be to walk into a gym and go, "Don't fancy that today." Like, oh, you know what? I've got hundred. Oh, Bulgari- I've got Bulgarian split squats today. I don't want to do 15 of those. <laughs> you know. I'll change that. <laughs> yeah, so I think one of the methods, like you say, the yeah. morning, pick the one what's going to have least resistance and do yourself a favour. Don't be the macho man and say, yeah, I'm going to train yeah. at night because you won't. Because the only thing you have to do in the morning is no. not press snooze and get up and go. Get yourself to the gym. Yeah, good show. So how would you design a three-day-a-week then? So if you're a dad who started eating a little bit better, sleeps doing okay and we're now looking at yeah, I want to lose a bit of weight, move well, not be injured. How would you advise a three day a week plan?
1: Um, I would go three full body sessions, focusing at the beginning primarily on unilateral movements mm-hmm. and make sure there's, there's plenty of sort of mobility work at the beginning. Not like, not too much, like 10 minutes and then intervals at the end yeah pretty much what we do
0: i think when um one of the biggest conversations i have with clients is go i don't need to warm up and i'm like you know what no you probably don't you can get away with mm. it but this 10 minute block it's not about necessarily warming up it's about working on an area what's most common for you to start moving better where it's your thoracic spine or your hips let's just focus on that for 10 minutes so when you do train you're less likely you know like us we could go in the gym now and go you know what we're doing a back squat today we could probably do some warm-up sets and we're going to be all right you know you could throw a bit of a quad stretch in between and you're going to be fine but yeah like a lot of people go i don't need to walk probably technically you don't from a science standpoint there's not (laughs) much reason to but if you've got 10 minutes going you know what i always get a bad back my hips are always tight or you know, have a quick go of them and then ramp your body. Yeah, running. I always say that, so that's why you say the mobility stuff at the start. Unilateral stuff we always forget it, don't we? Yeah, like single leg, single arm, um, type of. Um, and I like some ratio. I like a ratio. Of me, I know you'll be the same. Like for every push, I'll pull probably three times as much as any push I would do. So if I'm doing a bench yeah. press, I'm going to have a single arm row, a vertical pull, like a lat pull down. Uh, band pull apart, something you know, a face pull. Um, always that stuff, especially in a, a three day split, um, kind of whole body approach. Definitely, but I kind of do it like this. I don't yeah, be I mean, I like like would go, be, even whole body, I'd have like would, squat, yeah. hinge, upper, you know, like a bigger lift maybe at the start or a focused movement, like a squat, hinge, or a yeah,
1: push or something like that. But it, it'll be, um, the, the whole sort of program would be heavily prioritised on posterior chain, lower back, glutes, hamstring.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because for me, you get that fire and you get that strong, suddenly your bad back can disappear. Suddenly uh-huh. your bad knees can disappear. Yeah. Suddenly you can bend down and put your kid up. You know, Suddenly you can take part in, in Father's Day Sports Day races. Yeah. You know, because majority of people they sit in a car for hours or they sit at a desk for hours, do very little moving. Yeah. So that old adage, like, if you don't use it, you lose it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, and that, yeah. that's where your majority of your movement comes from.
0: Here's the harsh reality of it, though. Like I was saying this the other day, and it was in terms of, like, health. We are actually a very weak generation of people. And I don't mean that until like have a go at us. When you think about it, our fathers and grandfathers yeah. were more labourers, workers. Where now we've become uh-huh. more desk. Yeah. So they just they developed a strong lower back, better grip, unilateral movements. Whereas yeah. for me now, it's it, it's almost essential for us to have a gym because we've now, you know, I, I actually fear about what the next generation of people will actually look and feel like and how weak they will actually be. Because I've trained some younger yeah. people and it's frightening to see the difference of grip strength, hinge and how they pick stuff up compared to probably when we were kids and then our fathers and grandfathers were kids. So I think, like you say, glutes, yeah. lower back, hamstrings, it's such a neglected area that it has to be hammered in the gym. And I feel like men always kind of go, you know, you see all the glute exercises, you see these female influencers doing, whether it's a glute bridge or a barbell hip thrust, a bang pull through, they're probably dad's best exercises, aren't they? Leave the bicep curls alone and probably start doing more of those. While I went on the uh, soapbox then about uh, weak generations. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we are, even with health. Yeah with you know definitely. people talk about COVID all the time it's like how healthy do you think you are like you don't know just because you're thin or in shape doesn't mean you're healthy yeah. either so yeah these are all the things you can look at but yeah another thing with the hinge as well it opens out your hips a bit more doesn't it if you've been sat at a desk, desk all day hinge will yeah. actually stretch and open the hips so. out so yeah definitely love it love it alright then so say let's move on if you're a dad same guy he's probably called Gary or not um he's now done three days a week consistently for about six months he's feeling better looking better now he goes you know what i can actually probably squeeze another hour or so a week how would you progress the program or how would you look at um working out his more like fitness and health regime now maybe an extra hour a week heavy heavy (laughs) (laughs) reps yeah Yeah, so would you still prioritise the hinge movements, glutes, hamstrings, but just go a bit more? 100%.
1: 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would say I'd get onto this sort of exciting lifts, the the squats and the deads and push that because at the end of the day, like being a bloke, we all have a little ego inside of us. Yeah. We keep pushing stuff and we're hitting PRs and, you know, looking like a beast in the gym. You can go home and... Tell your kid that you just smashed a two kilo deadlift or something. Like your dad's a beast. Nice. Your dad's a beast. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, double, double all joking aside, it, it is. Yeah, exactly. Your double body bodyweight. Happy days. But so, all joking aside, like strength's are a, a massive important part of, of, of sort of being a being a dad, being a man. You know because. You know, you read all the studies around losing muscle density as soon as you turn 30 and it starts depleting. And if you can hold on to that for as long as you can, never going to prevent it, but if you're doing the right things about eating enough protein, lifting enough weight to elicit a decent strength response in your body, you know, you can be the active dad. You can be, you can play with your kids longer, less likelihood of injuries pulling you back and stuff like that. If you're you're overall stronger or working on that strength.
0: There's actually studies now that we read on the other day, which was showing trained individuals who've trained from 20s into the 30s, into the 40s, into the 50s, 60s, how much less that muscle loss is. And it's pretty much like minimal. It's like two percent of yeah. what they had when they were 30, as opposed to where we think the other studies where it says yeah, you lose so much muscle per year, that's probably now linked to we become less active because kids and work yeah. have more priorities. So it's strange to think, yes, it, it does happen. It's a normal process of life. Where it's, you know We've reached our physical peaks, haven't we? And then it's the more mature stage. But it's scary to think how much you can actually build Especially if you nutrient and maintain uh, strength throughout later life. Whereas people just go, oh, yeah, I'm old, yeah. And I'm going to lose it, which is not necessarily the case, like you say. But yeah, big lifts, that type of stuff, safely. No. Would you, like you say, I know you said the intervals and stuff, where would you fit cardio into this whole
1: Yeah, it's got a big compound.
0: Yeah. Where would you fit your cardio or cardio or respiratory fitness? Where would you add that into your plan, if any?
1: I would keep at it, to be honest. But I would maybe sort of do it in different ways. You know, in the gym, you've got a multitude of equipment. could be med ball slams, battle ropes, prowler push. You know, it doesn't have to be jump on a treadmill or a rower or bike. You know, there's there's a multitude of stuff you can do um, that can sort of elicit the same response. Yeah, But I just always keep on top of it, always keep on top of it.
0: Yeah, I think when people go like cardio, they go far too intense too often. Would you agree? Especially yeah, with how adjusting yeah, design now with the hip, hip workouts and CrossFit. Like for me, I will probably go limit the heart rate once a week. And I mean like yeah. getting it up into like the 190s, two hundred, or whatever that is. Where it's like where people kind of go for it like every day. Where it's like, you know what, probably once a week, and then every other day, you might let's use a word, list, which I know you would have done doing a being a bodybuilder, low intensity, kind of <laughs> like walk. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to kill yourself and let your heart rate pump out your chest to actually elicit a cardio response, do you? Whereas, no, if you're training no, for no. 40, 50 minutes, you will get some sort of cardio response sometimes on your accessory work, wouldn't you? So, like you say, you do your yeah. deadlift. You might do a pairing of, of a decent exercise, and your heart rate's actually ramping up.
1: Which yeah, say, you uh, could do like a deadlift. You could do like on the minute, every minute, ten rounds of two. Like if you get the the weight right, you're absolutely yeah. blowing at the end of that.
0: Yeah, and it's the uh, the old one, the per- peripheral heart action, the old um, upper body lower part, uh, upper body lower body pairings of. Uh, exercises so you might do a you know on your deadlift day you might go you know push up with a i don't know kettlebell rdl or something and the blood flow is going to go upper body lower body and all of a sudden you've got some cardio respiratory um performance going here without necessarily stepping on a treadmill and you're building your strength yeah interesting stuff interesting stuff but for today i think we'll go far far too in depth if we keep going on about <laughs> about Gary and his fitness journey. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Next thing he's doing uh, blood flow restriction bicep curls. <laughs> <laughs> so anything you want to leave the people with today in terms of...
1: Yeah, I, I think dad. the last one, the overriding one at all, is just, it's being honest and cutting the bullshit out. Yep. You know, I, I think, you know, once you become a parent, you've got all the excuses under the sun just to stop training to not really look after yourself and how many how many blokes do we train that are in that bracket that come to you come to us after five six years of doing nothing yep. you know the, the other day I saw mannequins that were designed as that da- in commas dad bods yeah
0: yeah
1: and it's like really Are we accepting this? Is that? Are we just saying this is us now? This this is is what dads are. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, come on, no, we're better than this. Like, yeah, we we might not be bloody Armani pant models and all that jazz, but you know, you can still look after yourself. You've still got responsibility to be a role model for your kids. You've still got responsibility to yourself to be around longer for your kids. If you if it's if you've got the mindset of oh, I'm, I'm a dad now, you know that's that's it. Like brilliant, you you're yourself into the family and the and the and you know and being a parent and everything like that. Because if you do that, I honestly believe if you don't look after yourself, you can't be the best parent you can be.
0: Hundred percent. And this is another thing as well. Once you start linking, so yeah, it's not always how we look is a physical indicator of your health. But if you look like them mannequins, you are more likely to die of a heart attack or all these other things. So if you start looking at, you know, life and health, maybe going, actually I need to probably lose a little bit here and there. You know, it's probably a good way to look at it. But yeah, definitely mate. Lovely ending to the podcast. Love it. So here we go. So yes, thanks for listening. And uh, yeah, if anything on the podcast today, if you're listening, you go, you know what, you want to reach out and just ask about training splits or how best to uh, kind of spend your time in a worthy cause, please please feel free to reach out because I know uh, we've had some good feedback over the past few weeks. I've had two texts uh, over the feedback. Nice. Was, uh, in terms of that, how's uh, our mate Rob getting on with his
1: challenge? Mate, he's good. He's absolutely smashing his training at the minute. I think he might be getting a little bit nervous now (laughs) which I don't blame him because it's uh, it's pretty epic what he's about to undertake yeah but no he's uh, he's he's looking the confidence in the world he's going to absolutely smash it
0: yeah he's definitely got the right mindset for it hasn't he but yeah if Rob you're listening good luck mate your best dad be or Jones is going to make you do burpees (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna tag him in this when it goes out
1: (laughs) absolutely yeah
0: yeah thanks for listening guys and we will see you all next week